I'm Zivy Owens, and you're listening to the award-winning podcast, Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Please sign up for my newsletter at zivyowens.com for updates on podcast guests and lots of live events. Hi, everybody. I'm thrilled to be partnering with Start Small, Think Big. You need to know about them. They help under-resourced entrepreneurs gain access to critical services they need to build sustainable small businesses that generate real wealth for themselves, their families, and their communities. They do this by engaging with a top-tier network of professional volunteers who provide free and high-quality legal, financial, and marketing support. Last year alone, their volunteer network provided 1,300 small businesses with pro bono support valued at $14-plus million. 95% of Start Small's businesses are women, minority, or under-resourced entrepreneurs. No other nonprofit organization in the country provides this kind of comprehensive support to the population. Start Small, Think Big has developed a page on their website called Shop Our Businesses. And this page features some of the businesses that they are supporting who are currently doing business online and need help now more than ever to support their businesses. So go to startsmallthinkbig.org and help out. I'm here today with Betsy Johnson, who's the world-renowned fashion designer and author of Betsy, a memoir. A designer at the forefront of fashion for the past 40 years, Betsy is the recipient of the Council of Fashion Designers of America Timeless Talent Award, the National Arts Club Medal of Honor for Lifetime Achievement in Fashion, and she even has a plaque on the Fashion Walk of Fame. She currently lives in Malibu. Good morning, Zib. Good, good Is morning. It <laughs> yes, that's Zib. a trippy great name. <laughs> Thanks. I wonder where that came from. It's from Elizabeth, a nickname from when I was a, a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> I should have been Betsy from Elizabeth. I'm kind of big departure, but I was never an Elizabeth. I was always a Betsy, I guess. I, I know from my mom. I was supposed to be a Betsy too, because my dad really? said, my dad had said he never met a Betsy who wasn't happy. So they were going to nickname me Betsy, but then I guess I didn't look like a Betsy. So here we are, Betsy and Zibby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Happy people, I hope. <laughs> That's the beginning and the end of it is, especially now, I mean, waking up and seeing something really great about the day and praying we get through this thing. But yeah, you got it. It's a real challenge to stay happy and self-entertained and be able to live without being next to your nearest and dearest, you know, it's. It's a big challenge, but I I know we're going to get through it. I mean, we have to, but we've lost too many people along the way. But we we just have to stay home and wait it out, whatever. Oh, well. Play dress up, learn how to cook, <laughs> embroider. My daughter took up needle pointing again. <laughs> I'm just moved in a new trailer park which is a very Malibu thing. It's a great trailer park of all kinds of income levels and people levels, but just really a friendly little private Idaho place out here in Malibu. And yeah, at least I feel good in my surroundings and with the people I'm with, but have to walk down the side of the street with them on opposite sides. It's weird. But I hope my book is a bit of a, Well, people are reading more, they say, which is a good thing. And I hope my book is just a a little interesting, mostly if you've been a customer. I I felt if every one of my really good customers buys the book, that would be great. 
because I know writer and I was very terrified doing this. But it's come out okay, I think. I really enjoyed your book. I found your book so interesting on so many levels, particularly the part about your being a woman entrepreneur and also a mother and all of your relationships with men and how you got through so many challenges. I mean, if there's anybody who can get through a challenging time such as now, it's you from your book. You can tell you just have the stamina and the ability to get through really anything. Well, you know what I I, I know I did, and it's kind of embarrassing. I would just, the blinders on the horses in Central Park were always a big thing to me because I thought, how can these horses deal with the energy and craziness of New York City streets? But that's why they had blinders on. So they were shut off except for the lane they were in or whatever. They could only see forward. And I just thought, you know, that's, that's, I think, a really good way to go if If you want to get somewhere, you kind of have to focus and you have to, I hate to say, but you have to shut a lot out that you just can't deal with it all. You have to shut a lot out so you can focus on what you got to do or what you want to do at that moment. It's very simple. I didn't dream up anything (laughs) new. You just have to kind of shut the music down and, and have faith and go forward. And that's, I think, the zone we're living in now. And hopefully, globally, we can get it all together real soon. I don't know when. Where are you <laughs> living? Where are you from? I'm based in New York. Oh, you're in New York. Yep. God, I never thought I'd leave that city. <laughs> I was there like, what, 55 years and loved every second of it. But all of a sudden... After going bay, all of a sudden, after going bankrupt and la da 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 da, and joining the corporate world and realizing I can work from anywhere if I could only learn how to use this damn cell phone, <laughs> computer, email. Like I can't do any of that stuff. But yeah, you get, you know, you gotta. We have no choice but to be optimistic, I think, and focus on the good stuff. And that's what I wanted my book to be. I didn't want it to be below the belt and, you know, kind of the downside of my life because I, my life's no different than any, but any other girl's life. No, I'm not different from anyone because I lasted in business for so many years and I felt I was always the odd man out. But I always believed if I like this, there's going to be somebody else that likes this too, because I'm not that weird. (laughs) I'm not that. I mean, my design, I still wear some of my old stuff. I'm not, I think I'm pretty timeless. And yeah, I, I did find there were lots more girls like me. So that's why I thought my entire story might be interesting, not just the fashion piece, because that. That that's just one little piece. And I consider the family piece, the single mothering piece, the getting through the illnesses piece, that that was harder than the fashion business piece. Fashion and cutting and sewing and the clothing thing was always a fun category I loved because of my dancing school and my <laughs> dancing costumes. 
But yeah, all of a sudden, my dear friend Mark, the writer who put all my talking together, he felt he just kept bugging me how I have to do a book. I have to do a book. I said, no, I can't write, Mark. I can't do a book. But yeah, he really made me do it (laughs) a couple of years ago. I'm real happy with the way it looks because I was allowed to put some drawings in there and some little doodles because a book with just words is really terrifying to me. I'm not a reader of book books. I think I want to start now if someone would recommend a really great book. So anyway, I'm, I'm just so relieved that it's out and people seem to like it and it's a light read and a quick read. And at the end of the day, I hope, inspiring, an inspiring read. I did it. You can do it, too. That kind of gig, you know? You know, one thing that I was struck by over and over in in your book was just your ability to ask for what you wanted, either to a boss who was intimidating to you or to a a spouse at the end of a relationship to your daughter. You can just, you just have that ability to self-advocate like that. And it's something, I don't know, is that something taught or it's just something you had inside you all along? What do you think? Oh, no, it's something I had to do. I never felt that I was in the power position, successful in terms of getting my way, but I had to have my way. (laughs) (laughs) I just had to have my way. You know, (laughs) really weird, but It's my way or the highway. And I think I made it work because it was my hard work. Uh, I mean, the three things, hard work, talent, and luck. I had a lot of luck, just kind of out of the blue luck. And yeah, I, I would have nothing to do with the fashion industry or any of it if I didn't see that I was getting happier and happier and more and more my way. I mean, the only reason I went into business was because I couldn't stand to work anymore for companies who would let it be my way for a certain amount of time. And then sure enough, just like my husband's, (laughs) (laughs) sure enough, about two and a half years later, it wasn't my way anymore. And after learning and doing my thing for 10, 5, 10, about 15 years, I decided I got to be on my own. I can't, I can't swim upstream forever. It's just more of a fight than it is a pleasure. And scraped up some money, found my dear friend to be a great business partner. And we did it with our blinders on, pink blinders. (laughs) We just did it. And we did it our way without any kind of knowledge of the fashion business or industry or how you do it. But it seemed very simple to us. You have an overhead. You have to pay your rent at the end of the month. You have to keep your lights on. (laughs) You know, if we knew how tough it was, we never would have done it. (laughs) And luckily, it worked. there, There were lots more girls that would come out of the sidewalk cracks. I mean, I don't know how I found my girls. A lot of my girls were girls that, oh, 10 years later said, Betsy, why don't you make, you know, I still have that old paraphernalia dress. 
why don't you make something like that again? And then 30 years later, there'd be, hey, why don't you make something like that again? And that's kind of what it's been. It's been reinventing what I always was doing, which was basically a little ballerina dress or a t-shirty dress. So I found my point of view that basically came from my dancing costumes. And there's no way I don't reek of like color and sparkle and ruffles. And, you know, I was born a Leo. <laughs> I'm a Leo too, by the way. And I love You are. It. I am. Oh, wowie. You, you know it. You understand it and feel it. Then it's, we do not always have to be the, the shining star in the universe. That's for sure. I think we've got pressure on us to be very Leo. And I'm one of those insecure Leos. But would you know we had more Leo girls in our company than any other sign? And I'm not into signs that much at all, but it's interesting how there were just a lot, a lot, a lot of Leos around. And we all were great, great friends and built a family business together and still are in touch. Every time I go back to New York, we get together, about 15, 20 of us, and we're still great friends. It's amazing. That's the best thing to have built, a company where people met their very best friends, where they were very, very happy to work, you know, within the company. And very much, my girls were very much desired by (laughs) other companies. There was a certain spirit my girls had that every one of them, as they left, as they had to leave, as they had to move on when we closed, they all did. They were sought after, which makes me feel really good about, you know, their first introduction to the outside world, the business world. Because we always hired young, groovy girls from the street. We never had anybody, we never had a businessman in there or a businesswoman. We just treated it very logically. And it works that way. You don't have to be. Well, now you have to be more brilliant, I guess. I would never want to go into the industry now. It was a very, very cornball, homemade, down on the farm kind of world back then. Now it's just so, so different. And I, I do not like the computer or those machines. So I, I would be sunk. I don't know. I, I, think you would, I think you would find a way to shine no matter when you were born. I really I, do. I think you're born with that. Yeah, we will. We would. We will. We have. <laughs> <laughs> this is a push, what we're going through now. I can't imagine two more months without getting closer to my grandkids. That's what really pisses me off about this. <laughs> it's just like such a cut off. And out of it comes an appreciation of your granddaughters. It's like, oh, remember the days we used to hug and kiss? But other, other good stuff is even happening out of that junk, you know? I always try and find that little tiny reason that this is happening because of something. And I try and make it. You know, the planet's cleaned up 50% from the satellites outside. They only see the pollution around the earth 
has been cut down by 50%. Of course, nobody's driving, nobody can get anywhere. (laughs) But in terms of the air pollution, it's been a good thing. And I don't know, everyone has to just take care and hopefully good things will happen to them. And and I think we do with this stay at home. I think we, that's a good idea. It's the best I think we can do right now. And it's hard to get into that groove, but think of all the stuff you can do at home that you've never had the time to do before. Like me, I might learn to cook, but I don't think so. I want to get my sewing machine out again. It's packed somewhere in this unpacking mess I have to deal with, but it's keeping me busy to move into my new little trailer park house. (laughs) See, out of this can come a whole new line of Betsy Johnson clothing that you never would have created. So there you go. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. I'm thinking what I'll do next because we have to keep busy, right? I mean, there's no way that we don't need to be busy, Ziggy. I've always been happily busy. But yeah, well, it, it, my daughter's needle pointing again. My granddaughters are doing paper mache and all this old fashioned, old world artsy craftsy stuff. Yeah, I just had a, we had a, we set up a Zoom with every single person in my family from all over the world. Betsy, my namesake girl, Betsy from Bangladesh. Most of my relatives from the East Coast, me, the West Coast, and it was it was better than and you know how how can you get the whole family together for Christmas anymore? <laughs> that used to happen when we were little, but it did happen on on the computer, the cell phone, on Zoom anyway, whatever that is. So that was a good thing. <laughs> Yeah. Betsy, do you, I know we're almost out of time. Do you have any advice to either aspiring entrepreneurs or designers or authors or just somebody trying to get through the day? Any, any advice after your life of experiences? Oh, I don't know. I just think wake up. Well, I think this happens when you get older. I wake up and go, yes, I'm glad I woke up today (laughs) and ain't laugh grand. But it's more just believe in yourself and believe in your contribution and find out where the missing link is and be that missing link. You know, I, I remember back then I thought, what's missing? Maybe the trick is to do what's missing. And what was missing for me were clothes that I liked. When I went to the little cornball department stores and stuff, that's how I ended up making my own clothes because something was missing and that's what I decided to jump into. And I don't know, and you have to work really, really hard, but you have to keep your happy vision about it or, I mean, you, you have to stay optimistic about it and believe you can do it and just keep batting away at it or throw in the towel and move on to something else, especially with boyfriends. Throw in the towel on the early side rather than the late side (laughs) and move on. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for sharing your time with me today and for your book, which I truly enjoyed. (laughs) You've been great. Oh, thank you so much.
Okay. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay well. Thanks. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. You've been listening to Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books with Zibby Owens. Please make sure to sign up for my newsletter at zibbyowens.com to get more updates about episodes like these and also lots of live events. Thanks to our sponsor, Start Small, Think Big, helping communities thrive one entrepreneur at a time. You can shop all their businesses and support so many small businesses during this really difficult time uh, due to the coronavirus. So please go check them out, startsmallthinkbig.org. You can follow me on Instagram at Moms Don't Have Time to Read Books. Thanks so much to Steve and Ryan at Texture Sound for the sound editing. And thank you to Morning Moon Productions for providing this fantastic intro and outro music. Thanks for listening. You could always email me at zibby at zibbyowens.com. Thank you.